0: Hardest things for a lot of people, um, but in particular, when we talk about clients. It's simply change. Uh, things are different now. The way we want to operate our business uh, as barbers and hairstylists, and, uh, nail techs, makeup artists, what have you. Uh, we want to do things, you know, different. We want to keep up with times. We want to be relevant. We want to make life a little bit more convenient, so we're not so. Overly consumed with all the other things that 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 need to go into running a business besides the technical work, and we're trying to use technology to better ourselves, but the clients are so used to how things used to be, um, like the convenience of just walking into an establishment and and uh, you know just getting a getting an appointment with the first one available or. Or even um, if they have a particular, you know, barber or stylist that they go to, you know, being able to call them the day of a few hours before and say, hey, can you uh, slide me in real fast? And, you know, without a concept of time, we say yes, or we say, come around this time. And we, you know, you end up overloading yourself with work and staying at the salon late because you're trying to accommodate everyone. You know, clients are used to, you know, being able to have some level of control, but time has moved on, we've become more advanced, and so we're trying to take uh, better control over our business. Uh, and clients aren't always up for it. No call, no shows is a huge issue, and it's a huge pain in the butt, because we know that life happens and things happen where it were. You know It will cause someone to not be able to make an appointment. But you know, a little heads up would be appreciated. And sometimes it's not even life disappointments or or different things that happen, it's simply that um, some people just do not have respect for our time and what we do. Um, And it builds up frustration and it affects the business. Um, And a lot of times this happens with first time clients. Happens with existing clients, but sometimes with because of those relationships or whatever. Sometimes you know we get get into conversation with our current clientele and come to an understanding. But it that that no call, no show, um, extreme late cancellation. um, It happens a lot with first time guests. And um, here's here's my thoughts on that. You can't control whether or not someone respects your time, but you can put policies in place or systems in place to help reduce that. One of those being, um, you know, taking credit cards um, in form of collateral when first time guests and even existing guests are making an appointment, what that will look like is they go into your online booking, they see a service that they want, and they begin to fill out their information. And before it can be confirmed, they have to enter in their credit card number. Um, and you can make the choice there, it will be completely up to you and how you want to handle it. The credit card could be on file. Um, just in case, um, you could accept full payment when booking the appointment. That way all expenses are covered. You can do partial, um, like a partial deposit as like a earnest fee. Whatever it is that you decide, those typically someone who is prone to late consolation, no call, no show and they don't value your time, that presentation alone of having to pull out their credit card is going to change how they think about you. It's not going to guarantee that it'll stop because some people will try you and they will pull it and you will have to enforce your policy but it's it's going to change the mindset of a lot of people that come across you and they want to book an appointment with you. Um now um, there's a few different views on, on how to handle this uh, like if it does happen with existing clients and um, you know um, a recent a recent view or a recent discussion that I heard by um, Ivan Zo this year um, he he doesn't believe in charging a fee for no call, no show or late consolation. Um, his view was for existing clients is kind of like when you see them or you try to be via a text message or phone call or what have you, and you say, like, you know, pretty much, hey, you can't do that. By the time you get to the... the the second or third time, um, you put th- put that particular individual on a probation period where they can't book an appointment. They can come in as a walk-in, and um, but they can't hold an appointment uh, spot. Um, and I get that that w- that will work in a, in a in an environment where you're able to take walk-ins, but that won't. It, that may be difficult to to do uh, if you by appointment only you have a tight schedule so you know if that information is useful um, then so be it again his view is like you know if they if it becomes an excessive problem um, after the second or third time put them on probation period that for you know three months four months six months a year what have you they can't make an appointment without Paying for that service up front and making it non-refundable, and I, you know, I thought that was a pretty cool look because not not all of us are going to feel comfortable with charging it. I mean, I know I have charged it, no call, no show fee, um, and people respect it. Then I had others that would went as far as try to dispute the charges if they didn't know where the charge came from and who it was, um, and they tried to dispute it with the bank. Luckily, um, and one of the very me, very reasons why um, I kind of love uh, the company that I'm with, that I t- that I take my credit card transactions from, and and um, and I. I'm in love with the appointment booking software that I use, which is two different companies, but they work together. Um, I can I can integrate them together. Um, you know, I I kind of love the systems that I have in place because I was able to protect myself against that and um, my credit card processing company uh, in collaboration with the online booking software that I have um, that that was enough to make a, a presentation where where I, I financially was protected from the charge back um, so dealing with the no call no shows I'd highly recommend that, that you accept credit card payments um, and I think something new that I just started practicing um, in 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 my salon suite. Um, I haven't been doing it long enough to really have a solid opinion of how well it works. Um, it's, it's probably going to take me another three to nine months for me to really have a good grasp on, on how I honestly feel about this. But this is what I'm doing first time guess it is a higher fee not a crazy amount it's only like five or ten dollars more um but it is a higher fee um with a longer duration time the reason why i did that is because a lot of times we're trying to get rid of old clients who are maybe not paying what 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 our new prices are, where they may, you know, still be on a lower bracket. Um, Maybe they're problem clients. We're just trying to get rid of them, or maybe we just simply need more clients. But um, I think having a longer duration time at a higher price. What what I'm personally doing is, is that when I have a new guest in, I take advantage of the longer duration time to sit down and have a real consultation about, you know what they like, what they don't like about their hair, uh, problems that they have, their daily routines with their hair, how much time and effort do they want to spend it into their hair uh, as far as styling and maintenance, um, how frequently do they get their hair cut, uh, what they do for a living, What they do for a living matters a whole lot in how you cut someone's hair, um, what their expectations are, uh, it gives you a chance to even explain your business and the different services that you offer so that gives you an opportunity to take the regular haircut and add on to that so if you tell them about you know the, the services that you have for the beard and, and things that you do for the scalp and for the skin they may want to take advantage of that um of, of those different add-on services that can be done in that time if not if, if, if you, if, and if you have the availability to do another extensive service, then you can add those on too. That would be, be uh, completely up to you, but it does. The consultation opens up the opportunity for an upsell. Now, um, the higher price is just to kind of cover for the time. And it also gives the, gives the, 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 the client a chance to see how serious you are about your business and your service and they see that you value your time and you value their time and and um, the, the, the the extra five or ten dollars is more so just the expense for a quality experience because going into the traditional average barbershop is simply next what you getting 15-20 minute cut or excruciating painful hour hour 15 minute haircut from a barber that's not sure about themselves and you know and they wish they wouldn't have even got their haircut that day whatever the case may be the 5 or 10 dollars is the cost of a quality experience So now, another problem is that if you have existing clients that have been on a particular system, a particular way of doing things, and you start implementing all this change, you are going to get a lot of backlash. And if you don't get a lot of backlash, then you really have been, been blessed with a great group of individuals. But here's how I would do handle the backlash, especially clients who are resistant with putting a credit card on file. Um, I would present it as a new and exciting benefit. New features, new things that we're doing to better serve that guest and that client. Um, You don't want to ever present a higher price, a new policy, uh, a Making credit cards mandatory. You don't wanna present it as a punishment because of frustration that we go through in the business. Clients shouldn't even know about the frustrations that we have. You don't want the you don't want your existing clientele feeling like they're being punished for the mistakes of some new people or some old people that you should have got rid of or never taken in the first place. You want to switch around and say like look i found a better way to serve you that's more convenient you don't have to carry cash around you don't have to you know you don't have to worry about the exchange because we can do right, right everything from your phone to make everything as simple and convenient as possible that way you can get in and out and and we could just um, you know if if you have the ability to do add-on services right from your phone and all that stuff, you want you want to make it like a big deal. Like man, we should be celebrating because I finally implemented technology and uh, into the to the business, and it's gonna just make your experience, your overall experience, that much better. People have no problem with putting their credit card in on their phones for for their their Apple Pay and Samsung Pay and iTunes and, and, and Netflix and Hulu and they see the convenience of it and um, it should be the same way with with the different services. But you have to present it the same, the same way that these big companies present the convenience of being able to pay from their phone and not have to use cash. Our businesses should be presented in the same way. I highly recommend that. Now, I would not completely make it where in order to see me, you have to put a credit card on file. There, personally, are some exceptions that I make. Um, But here's, here's how. But here's how I view it. I view the idea of somebody wants to opt out of entering their credit card I would present it as being you know for cash paying clients um, you know for for those who are car carrying clients who have entered their their cars on file they have extra um, membership benefits whatnot people who are paying cash um I would probably like exclude any type of discount uh, that you may do on add-on services would be the, the full price you you would want to almost make spending cash like uh, kind of like a painful experience because they spend a little bit more than what they would with having a credit card on file companies that we see do this is um, well not exactly but you'll see uh, stuff like this uh, the cable company that I'm with and the phone company that I'm uh, the cell phone company that I'm with both of them add add on uh, a reduced price a discount maybe like five dollars off my total bill five yeah about five dollars off my total bill when I put a credit card on file And, and I turned the payments on automatic pay. And if I choose to opt out, that's fine, but I got to pay, uh, the full price as it was. So that's one way to kind of get the clients to, um, kind of get on board, present it as, as an, an exciting new feature, um, that you're adding into the business. Um, now, in policies, again, I um, view sometimes we present policies as punishment and make the client feel like they're in trouble or something. You want to make sure that the policies is not in the forefront. When you're presenting your new business model and changes that you want to do, you want to kind of spend time um, talking about how excited you are to better serve them and what you know about them and what you understand and how the new systems that you are putting into your business, how it's going to better serve them and, and, and make life uh, more convenient, uh, make services and experiences more predictable uh, and how how these, these things will help your business to grow. And then at the end, you know, you want to show, like, here's here's our new um, uh, updated policies to help uh, protect the these new experiences that you expect to uh, experience. And the hardest thing about all of this is going to be just sticking to your guns. You're going to have to come up with these policies, these systems, put them in place, expect people will resist... And just stick with it this will cause some people to leave but for that random person that just found you on google or ran across your instagram page they may view you view you as being very professional and they're glad that they came across you because they haven't seen a barber doing anything like this before and um they you know they show appreciate it their appreciation by you know booking the appointment as you said it. They're first time guests. They they know that they paid a little bit more, but they're expecting that their first time experience you're going to you're going to lay out the red carpet and introduce them to a new barber and new hairstyle and new new um you know nail spa experience that they never had before. And they're excited and you're excited and everybody's excited because um, our industry is growing and clients are getting better service Um, hey let me know what you think about this information let me know if it's helpful if you're able to do this and um if if you feel like you need help with putting some of these things in place or you want to know exactly what softwares and you know different things that I'm using um you can head over to uh, our patreoncom slash barbershed uh, platform and um, we'll be happy to assist you uh, there's different tiers and and some of those tiers have access to to monthly one-on-one coaching calls and um, and and actually um, you know some of these questions and podcast episodes will be solely around like questions and stuff that has been asked uh, on the Patreon uh, Barbershed Online uh, platform. So I look forward to hearing you. Leave a comment and i uh, see you on the next episode.